Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. The brothers, for you and I to live for the kingdom of God, it's going to require a, a perspective shift, a new way of thinking, a new mindset. What in the world would it mean to pray, Thy kingdom come? Seek first the kingdom of God. Know that your home is in heaven and live as if that's your goal. What we've done in the past simply can't be done anymore. That we lived our life in a certain manner because it was basically a Christian world, a Christian culture that we're living in. That time, those times are over. It's not enough to be a believer. It's not. You, it is not sufficient for you just to believe and that's it. You cannot be a believer. Being a believer leads to being a follower. Instead of all these things we're worried about that consume our thoughts and our minds, instead of using your mental energy on that, instead, seek his kingdom. What in the world would it mean to pray, thy kingdom come? Well, good morning, friends. Welcome to a special Saturday, Saturday episode of Kingdom Culture Conversations. And uh, today is October the 16th, and we're preparing in just 48 hours to come back after fall break. I hope your family has enjoyed a wonderful, wonderful fall break. Uh, Today's episode of Kingdom Culture Conversations is really special because not only is it a Saturday, we've never done a Saturday before, but I'm sitting uh, with Dr. Martinez from J.B. Sutton Elementary, where he serves as the principal. And uh, Dr. Martinez, thank you for joining us today on the on the podcast. I appreciate it. I thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Uh, and, and as we get ready, as, as everybody knows, as we come back from fall break, we gear up for what we call the annual Sutton campaign. So how perfect it is that we're sitting with the principal of J.B. Sutton. And as folks know, uh, each year we're part of a campaign in which we work to provide some sort of of support for the families uh, in different schools throughout the Isaac School District. And uh, years ago, I think it was 12 years ago exactly, that we actually started with J.B. Sutton. Um, started with 40 or 50 food boxes on a Thanksgiving, and, and over the years, it's it's really blossomed into a, a pretty special partnership. Uh, but as we get into today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit later about maybe some transitions and some changes coming up in our campaign, but let's set the stage for that. Dr. Martinez, before we get into your resume specifically and talk through education and your background, can you tell us what led you to education? How, how did you come to be involved in education? Great question. Well, I actually started off when I was in college and I had the opportunity to coach basketball and volleyball. And I really loved working with kids and people kept on saying, hey, work with kids, work with kids. Uh, Eventually, I followed my heart and those recommendations and I became a special education teacher working up in Cave Creek uh, with uh, special education students and had the pleasure to work with them and actually coach at the middle school for basketball and volleyball, had a great time and I just love interacting with students. And eventually I worked at a couple high schools. Then later on, I became an administrator at a middle school. Now I have the pleasure and honor to be the principal at J.B. Sutton, which is a 
kindergarten through fifth grade elementary school. Wow. In your, in your experiences, I was looking over uh, the website and reviewing your experience. It's incredibly diverse. You have worked with students and taught students all the way from kindergarten through 12th grade. How did, how did that happen? Was it coaching or were, have you been in all those different classrooms all along the way? Yes. Um, actually, I was a paraprofessional working with preschool students, wow. and, um, but I've worked with elementary students, middle school students, and high school students, which every grade level has a different gift and just different personality. And I just love working with students. And it's nice to see from beginning school to the seniors when they graduate and get ready for high school. So it's definitely been an honor and pleasure to have that experience. Yeah. And it's fun because as we've talked here this morning, it's been is is Dr. Martinez talks about students and talks about his student leaders and different individuals on campus. It's just fun to see fun to see you light up. It's clear that you care about your your students. It's clear to see that you care about this this community. Uh, and that's, you know, with every visit to this campus, it's apparent that the culture of the school of J.B. Sutton is amazing. And that sense of community is just so apparent. As a school leader, how do you how do you establish and sustain such a positive school culture? I think it's a lot to do with promoting relationships and connecting with people and gaining trust with uh, students uh, staff members, teachers, and families. And we definitely feel like we're a family here at JB Sutton. Um, when you come in, uh, we welcome everybody. And we're here for every student, every family, every staff member. We have a growth mindset, but we have a big heart. And I think that shows with our staff members. And we always talk about family and we need to take care of family. Yeah, you've done a phenomenal job. As I pulled in today, I think the first first individual, the first gentleman I, I encountered was loading into the cafeteria. Uh, and I felt incredibly welcomed by him. He was, he was, he was glad I was here. It was cool to see you've done a great job of instilling community, but that's not without challenges in this setting. This is J.B. Sutton is a title one school. And we say that, but can you explain for our students, for our families, what is a title one school? Good question. Basically it is when students reach a certain level of percentage of students, that receive free or reduced lunches. Um, we receive additional federal uh, funding to support um, some possible extra needs um, to help in the classroom. Um, could be supplemental materials or supplemental staff members, just an extra push to, to ensure that our students get what they need. That's awesome. So working within a, within a Title I school, what, what have you found to be maybe the most gratifying experience? What are the things that, that you love most about Title I schools? I would say the students. Um, of course, families and staff members, but seeing them, the pride they show. Dr. Martinez, let me read this to you. This morning I had one, uh, actually this week, I had one student come to me and say, hey, look, look what I read. And they read it to me and they're very proud and they're re reading about zebras. I have students come to me and saying, hey, I, I know my multiplication asked me anything. Just that pride of learning and joy of being here and here and say, this is my favorite school that just makes my heart happy. Oh, that's, that's, that's incredible. What about challenges though? Are, are there any challenges uh, in, in a Title I school that maybe you don't face in, in other schools? Just like I said, with uh, different grade levels, everything has some really amazing things. Some have different challenges, but I, I think I really try to focus on all the great stuff we 
all the great support we received for being a Title I school with those additional funding and just we have great families. So I would say we, I think with the challenges gives us more motivation and uh, more fuel to work harder for our students and our families. I love that. That's, that's powerful. What about, how about language? Are there language barriers that, that you need to overcome working within this community? Um, we do have uh, second language learners, um, future bilinguals, we call them, uh, because they will be bilinguals. And how powerful is that for these students to have their home language and English as a language, as a strength? And we use that as a strength here at JB Sutton, not as a, a challenge. And it, it takes a little while for some of our students to uh, be proficient uh, with the English language. Um, but... Sometimes when I talk to my students, I'm like math is a different language. So you're going to be maybe bilingual, trilingual when you're here at JB Sutton. And we really try to promote that and use it as a base of strength. Yeah, that's that's awesome. How about COVID-19? I know that right now uh, the the district and I think the school specifically is, is in what is called a, a red zone where the rate of spread for COVID uh, as we talk today is is pretty high. What's been the impact of COVID-19 recently and then over the long haul? I mean, you've been wrestling with, with COVID as we have, but you've been wrestling with this now for, for a good year and a half, two years almost. Um, what's been the impact of COVID-19 at J.B. Sutton? Sure. Um, definitely we have a strong mitigation plan to make sure our students and staff members and our family members are safe. Um, that's That's our foundation. But uh, I definitely would say we've actually learned a lot from our, uh, the COVID experience, I guess you would say, um, how to integrate technology. Um, we had an opportunity to uh, have students learn online, and that really pushed myself and our staff members to learn more technology that now we're integrating in our in-person instruction. So with every challenge, you know, we, we, we try to come stronger. And I think with this challenge of COVID, we've become stronger with our technology. And one thing I just hear from staff members is they're closer to each other because they plan together more, uh -huh. they work together. And our, I think our students definitely appreciate being here on campus. And our families really appreciate because they had that experience where they had students at home for a while and they really cherish and honor our amazing teachers for the great experience they provide in person. So we're thankful for that. Well, that's, that's awesome. I, I agree these last two school years that the, the very first day of school has been fun because I don't know in all my years of education, if I've ever seen students as grateful to be on campus as, as they are these last two years, that's been, that's been really, really good. How about learning gaps? Have you had any experience? Have you seen learning losses with students? Has that been a challenge? And how do you cope with that? Um, definitely with COVID, uh, the best place to teach students is in person. That's my belief. And yeah. ba based on my observations and some data, that, that is correct. Um, when we had some students do online for a little while, that um, having a student in front of you with an amazing teacher, that's so beneficial. When we had that gap of time where we didn't have them in person there was some loss um but we are definitely trying to accelerate learning with providing supports and trying to fill in those challenges with additional support and we're very gr grateful we've had a influx of resources and we're utilizing to the full potential and we're seeing great growth we feel like we're gonna have the best growth ever from beginning of year to end of year we're excited to see the 
growth opportunities. And we have amazing staff so I and amazing students. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the growth. But yes, there, there's been some challenges, but uh, I know our students are working hard and our, our, our staff members, our teachers are working really hard to uh, make those up. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the results. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure is, is motivated as this community is. I mean, it just, it feels you can, when you walk onto this campus, you just sense that it's mission driven. You get a sense that you and your community of teachers care about these students. And, and I love it. It's so gratifying to be, uh, I love coming onto this campus. You've, you've created a remarkable culture and, and that's that, that idea of support and resources. We've, you know, before we went on mic this morning, that's one of the conversations you and I were having. And, you know, for 12 years, um, leading up to this last school year, obviously this last school year with COVID, our campaign, the Sutton Project, looked different, right? We did, we did something we called Fill the Bus, where, where families provided uh, different items. It could have been things with regards to food, could have been things with regards to toys, games, books, uh, could have been health supplies. Uh, we provided as, as much as we could just simply because um, school was remote at the, at the time, if I remember, and there was no way we could uh, be able to get on the campus in the ways that we have traditionally. Um, and so last year looked different. And I think as we look forward now, I'm excited because the conversation we've had this morning has centered around this idea of relief and development where we've talked about, okay, if you give a man a fish, as the saying goes, that's, that's good for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, um, that's good for a lifetime. And sometimes uh, when we confuse those two, we can actually do more harm than good. And so we've been talking about maybe this year doing something a little bit different with regards to the Christmas campaign. Um, do you want to describe that to us? I, I, I love the way that you described it. Um, how, how could we better help J.B. Sutton students this Christmas? Great question. And I, first of all, I appreciate all the generosity of the school, the families, the students have uh, pushed forward to our, our campus. Our, and our students are very appreciative. I know myself and the, the staff members have been beyond appreciative of food and gifts and so forth. And we, our, our families are, are definitely in need. Um, but like you said, um, we're we're trying to promote that development and promoting excellence on the campus and hard work. And we try to focus on a couple areas, um, more of those choices with being respectful, responsible, and safe on campus. And we want to increase that and promote it and highlight and put that focus on students that make those good choices and really work hard on that and, and make a difference, not just for themselves, but be role models for other students. So, there's that behavioral component we're trying to reinforce and encourage and highlight. And there's the academic portion where we have students working really hard, could be with their reading or their math, learning their multiplication times tables, where, hey, you work hard, there's some incentives or reinforcements. And here at JB Sun, we definitely reinforce those good choices and hard work. And it might look differently for some students. Maybe instead of doing 10 things, maybe it's five from another student, but we know there's growth there. And we have a growth mindset here at JB Sutton. And I think with partnering with Northwest uh, Christian, we were talking about possibly in some incentives, reinforcements for students um, 
in, in lieu of just presents for everybody. Um, I, I think eventually all our students will receive something, um, but due to the hard work and dedication and their growth. Yeah. And we would definitely want to promote that. And I think that's, you know, let's just, is if we can be frank, I think one of the things that, that we've talked about is, is this idea that when when we, as we have done now for, for several years, when we come down and, and deliver presence, you know, it's it's a good feeling for us uh, as, as we turn around and, and go home. But at the same time, that may not be the most effective means of delivering resources, injecting uh, support into your community in terms of the strategic objectives, the goals that you actually have for your community. If, if we turn around and every student gets a soccer ball, whether that student independent uh, has, has performed academically or has made good choices in terms of behavior, uh, it could be considered in, in a way to undermine the efforts and the culture you're trying to create. And so specifically, I think what I love about this conversation is maybe it's time to be a little bit more focused with the generosity. And you you run a couple of different campaigns. You want to describe what you did over fall break um, sure. to, to motivate the kids? Definitely. Um, we currently have an online program called iReady Math, and it's a great piece to accelerate learning, to catch them up a little bit or grow them beyond what they're at grade level. And definitely uh, challenge our gifted students here at J.B. Sutton. But uh, over the fall break, we had a week off of no school. Instead of watching TV or playing video games, we had a challenge where students, if they completed and passed a certain amount of lessons, they were involved with a little drawing, a raffle, um, where they could win some really cool prizes. And we had a, our two big prizes were two tablets, and we gave away we gave away some soccer balls and Barbie dolls, and other um, stuffed animals and so forth. Um, but it was it was based on them choosing, making a good choice of instead of playing video games and watching movies. Some of the students worked ten hours over the fall break wow. to grow mathematically, academically. Um, but they came back with so much pride and, and some, some students, they were selected, some weren't, but the conversation since they come back, oh, Dr. Martinez, I did five lessons. This is after the, the, the fall break challenge. So it's nice to see, Hey, make a good choice. Good outcomes happen. Of course, prizes are nice, but Hey, I'm growing as a mathematician. I'm growing as a student and making that choice and hopefully a habit of, doing that little bit extra to grow academically, which hopefully will increase some opportunities academically in the future for them. We're looking forward to that and growth. Yeah. And, and incentivizing, you know, essentially yes. those students that are working hardest are the ones that are seen uh, to be rewarded and they're affirmed. And at the same time, uh, maybe those students that are around and, and are, are not working as hard, maybe they, they see it as a motivation, an opportunity to, to, to get on the bus and to, to work a little bit harder, maybe. To totally agree. And definitely spotlighting those students are working hard. Hopefully, that, 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 that there'll be mentors uh, for our students and they go role models and go, whoa, you got that? I want to I win a prize. I want to get better at math. And hopefully, they can persuade, influence their friends or just other students to, to step up a little bit more and work a little bit harder and uh, 
have some great outcomes for themselves. Yeah. So our so specifically what we're talking about too is is our Thanksgiving campaign will look the same. We're going to continue to provide those food boxes. Those are uh, in in this situation that's a relief strategy that I think is effective and, and needed. Uh, but we're going to take more of a development mindset with regards to to the Christmas campaign. We're going to be a little bit more focused and specifically too we're going to uh, work with your student council right? Your student leaders. And so what we'll do is we'll come in uh, and work with them to provide uh, the resources and the means for them to secure those prizes. Can you talk a little bit about your student council? What what does it look like? How old are the students that that make up that group? Definitely. Um, And we've kind of changed this up a little bit here. I think with COVID, we with challenges creates opportunities. And in the past, it's been more who's the president, who's the vice president, they run a campaign. But we're this year we're leaning towards more student leadership where we want to make a difference on our campus. And it's it's more equal support and equal access to students. Um, initially we're starting off with our older grade levels. Students are third, fourth, and mostly fifth grade students. Um, but we want, definitely want them to take lead on our campus with reinforcing other students and being those mentors and guides for our students. And one thing we were discussing earlier where maybe there's some possibility of them helping select some incentives because they know what other students like better. And that might be something they can help guide us. And once we have that happen, um, maybe that distribution or highlighting of students they can take a uh, lead or co-lead with myself or other leaders on campus to show, hey, they're student leaders and they promote growth and hard work and good things happen when you do that. So um, hopefully with them taking leadership and agency of our, our campus, um, we're going to have better things happen for our students and it's going to be long lasting. Well, it affirms the leadership within those students too. I love that. I think that's a that's a powerful tactic to to grow them as individuals too. So. Definitely, definitely. Well, good. Well, Dr. Martinez, thank you. Thank you for the good work that you do at J.B. Sutton Elementary. Um, I have only ever seen this school. Ever, with each passing year, it just seems to get better and better. And under your leadership, it's just it's clear that this place is blossoming. It's clear that you've had your challenges. It's, you've had a number of cards dealt to you that weren't ideal, but you did. Uh, you you made lemonade out of lemons. And uh, I love our partnership. Thank you for for allowing us to continue to to partner with you. And I'm looking forward to another another great year. And I'm looking forward to uh, a new direction in this partnership. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate this partnership. And it's amazing working with your students and your staff and your families, working with my students, my staff, my families. It's a great family connection. So thank you again for this opportunity. And we have extreme gratitude and appreciation of everybody that works with us. So thank you. Thank you. Well, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening today. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. 
Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.